flesh walked through the valley of the shadow of hell. You will realize that there is something ahead. Something that lurks behind the dark veil. A veil that is beyond our own comprehension. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. What's up, guys? It's episode 97, and today we're going to be talking about the new movie that just came out from Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead called The Endless. If you're familiar with their movies, Spring, which came out a few years ago, and then before that, they started their career pretty much with their what they call a micro-budget film. Uh, called Resolution, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. Uh, I've been a big fan of it, so uh, we're going to be talking about... We watched all of those movies in preparation for The Endless, by the way, just as sort of like reference, because I could tell from the trailer that there was some sort of connection, so I wanted to make sure. But uh, you guys are going to want to stick around for that. We're going to do a spoiler-free review, and then we're going to have a spoiler discussion to kind of explain all of it shortly after that. So stick around for that. But uh, how you been, Brittany? I've been fine. Things going good? As good as it can. Had a great day at work today, I heard. Great day. (laughs) Super fantastic. (laughs) I love my job. I don't hate it at all. Yeah, there's no sarcasm here. Yeah. (laughs) Don't incriminate yourself. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Too much. I'm not going to jail for arson. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, the FCC knocking at our door for a fucking podcast. I don't know if they can even have territory over that, but the FCC won't let me be and let me be. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, I love that fucking song. (laughs) I don't know if I know which one you're talking about. Actually, it's Eminem. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't listen to crap like that. I'm kidding. (laughs) Everybody knows that song, Alex. Okay. Everyone. My mom knows that song. Don't tell me. It just didn't sound like it. Maybe is that what it is? Is that the song? Real Slim Shady. Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't fucking care. But okay. <laughs> I just know that part. <laughs> um, I've been uh, just kind of keeping busy. I've been doing a lot of streaming and stuff and uh, trying to make clips from some of the, the video stuff, trying to make funny stuff, you know, trying to get people in. Yeah. So been been happy and been busy. So like that takes up extra time because I got to wade through hours of fucking shit and try to pull out fucking nuggets. Well... <laughs> You do it to yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I do. I really do. But I mean, and that's what it takes, right? Yeah, that's you got to cover your ass and do as many things as you possibly can. But uh, but anyway, I'm and I might also be working with somebody in music. I don't know if I mentioned this. Um, I hit somebody up who does synthwave, and I was like, I really like your stuff. If you ever need vocals or something, let me know. And then I sent over a track, and they were like, Dude, this song's fucking sick. 
<laughs> and I was like, really? And I was like, I wrote it and did everything myself. He was like, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, all right. Well, so maybe we might be working on something. Conway Twitty, isn't it? Oh, it totally is. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Bobby, Bobby Mackey. Bobby Knight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but guys, I think it might be that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here comes the Kool-Aid man. Naughty, naughty Kool-Aid man. Horse shots! Okay, guys, so we are back, and uh, the Kool-Aid man is not here, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I always think, it wasn't, isn't it Dane Cook that does that fucking skit? So funny. Dude, everybody makes naughty, fun of Naughty, naughty Kool-Aid man. <laughs> family guy makes fun of the, uh, just the, fa- oh, the, I love the Kool-Aid that. guy. Yes. Yeah. Or He's like, oh, oh no, and he like backs out the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've done it in a lot of different A couple things. of yeah. yeah. Um, skit was the funniest, I feel like, though. But, guys, so as you may know, we're going to be doing the uh, Endless movie, and if you've seen it, there's a character in the movie that uh, is kind of a big deal in all of their movies, but we'll explain more on that later. But one of the characters, his name is Shitty Carl. <laughs> and Shitty Carl is probably one of my favorite things in this movie, so He's we wanted great. to make a drink called A Shitty Carl. <laughs> <laughs> So what is a shitty Carl? Well, it's kind of like, it's essentially a hot Carl, which if you've ever heard of that, is not a diarrhea shit on your chest. It is actually one ounce of tequila, one ounce of watermelon pucker schnapps, and one and a half ounces of sweet and sour mix. So instead of the watermelon pucker, which you put in one ounce, we figured it'd be, it wouldn't be proper unless we put some beer in there. So we figured, hey, pour a little PBR, an ounce of PBR in that shot. Just a little peeber. Yeah. You probably don't want to shake it up, though, when you mix all this together. Yeah. It might explode or something. And Science. as a kicker, also, make sure you pick the shittiest tequila that you can buy. Yeah, like bottom shelf well tequila. Yeah, because... I can't even think of it because I don't drink any tequila, but... Yeah, because Carl's full of bad choices, so... And that's why, you know, he keeps repeating them. So, shitty Carl. Shitty Carl. But, uh, so again, to repeat that, (laughs) one ounce of shitty-ass tequila, one ounce of shitty-ass PBR, and one and a half ounce of sweet and sour mix because he's a little bit of both, huh? Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. And then before, after, or actually, you should say before you take this shot, you look each other in the eye and you go, "Now suck my, my dick." dick. <laughs> <laughs> what? This will, everybody that doesn't know this movie is going to be like, "What? Why would I do that?" Just trust me. I'm with my mom. Why yeah. would I tell my mom to suck <laughs> yeah. my dick? Look her in the eyes right and in the say, eyes. Suck, "Suck my, my dick." dick. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. And your mom's going to stab you in the throat. <laughs> My mom would. (laughs) But uh, if you guys do this shot, please do. We always encourage you guys to uh, taste test for us now since we're kind of on the sobriety thing until the uh, Mad Monster convention in a couple of weeks. weeks. (laughs) Um, Then we're going to get fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get fucking wrecked. (laughs) I'm going to be like Kool-Aid man breaking through the glass. I am going to be Kool-Aid man. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, guys, but uh, if you want to check Robert out- England's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you guys want to check out this shitty Carl drink, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section. Meow. Horror shots. That's it for horror shots. And now we're going to go ahead and jump into the fucking news. 
Here is the fucking news. All right, guys, we're back to do the news. And today we're going to be telling you about a few things from last week that we thought were kind of interesting. And uh, we're just going to beat a dead horse. There was a lot of stuff like uh, a lot of trailers and shit, dude. So I'm pretty I was pretty excited about it because they're good trailers. Yeah. In my opinion. For the most part. For the most With part. With the exception yeah. of one. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. But to kick off the news, it has been announced that Chucky and Killer Clowns from Outer Space is going to be hitting... Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando this year, completing the Scare Zone line for this year's event. I'm hoping that we'd come to California and do that as well, but uh, either way, I'm not going to be able to make either of them. So I want to do it this year. I want to, but fuck, we don't, we don't, we can't. So it was either do the convention or do that. Oh, I'd rather do the convention. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, it's like right here. (laughs) I don't have to do that much walking. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't have to walk six miles. Yeah. But uh, there are three other original stories that will haunt the streets, including Vamp 85, New Year's Eve, Twisted Tradition, and The Harvest in Orlando. So if you guys are out there and you are going to check it out, I'd be very jealous of you because I would love to see the Killer Clown Scare Zone. Scare- yes. Some Scare Zones are like, meh. Are they going to do that in L.A.? I hope so. I would think that they would do the Killer Clowns in the tunnel if they did in California. Yeah. And then they would do the Chucky thing, but maybe it would be the other way around. They would just have a bunch of Chuckies running around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Because they usually do the... It's always fun. They have that plane crash set, and they usually do stuff there, right? That's from... uh, Is that not War of the Worlds, but... Is it from War of the Worlds? Oh, yeah. It's from... uh, Yeah, it is War War of the the Worlds. Worlds. You are right. Look at me. Never even seen that movie. It's held up pretty good, too, so... I've just seen the... When they make fun of it with the giant iPods. Right. Scary movie like Seven or whatever. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. <laughs> also in the news, we got to see a new trailer for Mandy. Yeah. Uh, by Pantos Cosmatos, <laughs> who is known for the movie Beyond the Black Rainbow, which if you're a fan of fucking that movie, then I'm pretty sure you're going to want to see this one. But even if you haven't, which you should, so go see it. Watch he's, it. He's telling me that. Yes, Brittany, because she hasn't seen it. I haven't. And now he's angry about it. What do you think of the trailer? We kind of like briefly talked about it. But... I, I, I really want to see it. Dude, I thought of Hellraiser. Cool. Yeah, it's it reminds me. Okay, so instantly I thought of The Void immediately because of how the, the lighting, the lighting, like the colorization and everything. Right. It, I'm just like, whole balls. Like, this looks fucking cool. And then the whole feel, like, it's the whole atmosphere is the same as right. The Void. It creates that weird, like, unnerving like unsettling kind of atmosphere. Um, and then I thought, you know, when you see like the demon creature things or whatever the fuck, it's very Hellraiser. And then it reminds me of the plague from Hobo with a Shotgun. Yeah, it kind of has that feel. Like, mm-hmm. There's actually a new game that's come out. It's like crying. What is it called? It's it's doing horrible. Uh, it's not working. It's called uh, Crying's Not Enough. And there were some characters in there that reminded me almost directly of some of the characters that were in this trailer, which obviously, if you haven't seen the trailer, guys, go watch it. Uh, But there is um, Nicolas Cage is going to be in it, which uh, one of my buddies was like, nope, not going to watch it. And I was like, well, that seems fair. (laughs) I liked I like Nicolas Cage in in, uh, Mom and Dad. I don't mind him being in this. I like Nicolas. Like, I I like that he's at, at least trying something new instead of trying to be like black blockbuster king yeah he's like, doing all this weird fucking shit that most people won't touch 
Did you see one of the people in the fucking thing say this is probably his once in a lifetime? It's his best performance ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a that's a tall order, but well, yeah, they say basically this is his most standout performance or some shit. I don't know. They like they're praising his acting and yeah, and just the little clips that you see, like it feels strong from him. It's, it's I'm I'm hoping that it has to do more with hell. I think it does. And not just some weird people in the woods. Uh I yeah. hope. I feel like he the character that kidnaps Mandy is like Satan. Oh yeah. Well, Pantos Cosmatos. It sounds like a drink. He is or a company. He, <laughs> he wrote and directed Beyond the Black Rainbow, which is super stylistic and beautiful in my opinion the ending is a little funky for most people but he wrote and directed this one as well so i'm pretty sure he likes a little bit of the twisted stuff sweet uh with you know the the visuals yeah it looks fucking cool so i'm all i'm excited for it i just like the feel right of it so instantly right then and there i was just like yep dude he's aesthetically pleasing in my opinion i think he's like the closest thing we're gonna get to david cronenberg yeah uh without you know, ripping him off. Technically, he's just different. So. Yeah, and I, I like that. I love shit like that. Like for me, it's like I'm all about stylized filming. So and pretty colors and how it looks. Right. When they do it. If you like, can make it draws it... me in. Speaking of which, uh, it's funny that you bring that up because there's another new trailer for a new TV series that we've heard about coming out called The Purge. And boy, did that trailer fucking suck. <laughs> Uh, speaking of artistic, stylized Ugh. stuff, it had zero. That was amateur. Hour Other than a few day. like good shots with the camera, like the the wardrobe, the like the amount of effort that they put into the characters and stuff, they looked like it looked like a bad mainstream TV show. They looked bored. I don't know, like, man. Like the actors looked bored. <laughs> like, the lighting was wrong too. It's like weird. there's like these two guys that drop down into the street from nowhere. Yeah, and it, the lighting was like way too bright. It yeah, wasn't stylistic. It feels like in the middle of the day, and there was there's no editing at all on right. the shot, and so it's kind of like why would you? It's supposed to be the purge, so it should be kind of grainy and rough, dirty and rough, you know, and, and it's like super clean and crisp and just like, oh, we're in the street filming. I'm not trying to be a dick here, and like, I know what goes into making films and stuff like that, yeah. but in the same respect, like, I don't know, man, like... Yeah, I'm like, I don't, like, I'm not you, doing it. If so. you're going to do a TV show like that and you don't have that much of a budget, don't try to make it seem like the movie. Do something unique. Yeah, and like, it feels like the movie. Right, well, like, have just you seen Legion it. yet? Yes. You did watch the wait, first wait, season? No, no, no. What are you talking? Oh, no, no, no. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. The, the Marvel show? show Legion? No, not yet. Perfect example of, okay, well, they, I mean, they had money, but not as much as, like, one would think. So they got somebody in there who had some style to change it around, because honestly, that story is really huge, mm -hmm. and it's hard to do something like that. So, like, they did it stylistically, and if they would have focused on that and this... I think they it might have been okay, but I'm just not looking well, forward to it. feels low budget. Right. And feels like, like a knockoff. It's on the USA network, so I'm like, there's money there. What's going on? Right. I and don't if, understand what's happening with this series. And I don't know. We already know my feelings on the whole Purge franchise anyway, because we've right. talked about it a couple times. But this times, looks even worse. This just looks terrible. Right. Like, if this was my first introduction to anything related to the Purge, I would instantly be like, this looks stupid as fuck. Well, I remember when I first heard the news, and I was like, well, I can 
could see it happening. I could see it being good, but they would have to pump some real money in for some real actors and like make it a drama and like really do it up. But no, no, no. They're just going in for what it seems to me to be a little bit of a cheap cash grab, Mm -hmm. Uh, which I mean, this purge isn't that pop. It's popular, but it's It's not not that that popular. Yeah. Um, Anyway. um, But if you're going to do a knockoff version of something that's kind of. whatever do like well. <laughs> battle royale or whatever uh do uh there's another fucking trailer that just came out if you guys haven't heard it's called the assassination nation uh and there was a red band trailer which looks fucking batshit a little bit yeah it does i like the tone of like the writing the girl talking she's yeah, it's like cool. she's like let me tell you a little story about how my town salem lost its motherfucking mind awesome and it looks like a purge movie in a neighborhood and it's like it seems like it's dealing with social issues yeah because they talk about all these different things and if you look through the trailer it's like you know uh uh male male egos fragile male egos which is like which is like the man uh what do they call that man manis you know like there's feminism and then there's meninism oh meninism yeah whatever the fuck it is like they're having different aspects of the world right now and our culture in in online life pretty much mm-hmm. it's literally everything now right that's it, it's all very social aspects of everything it looks like so. it's just like a buck shit purge like social sort of thing i don't know how to explain it yeah with a little bit of a dark sense of humor uh but I not over the feel top like it's going to be a horror comedy not necessarily even horror I don't think it's going to be a comedy. I think it's more, it's going to have its dark humor in there. Yeah. But I don't think it's intentional. Yeah. Like, it's not like a staple of the movie. Like, it's just dark. It looks cool. Like, Mayhem was. Like, there was funny parts in that, but I think it's going to be a little darker than that. Mayhem was hilarious. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) yeah, to give you guys an idea, like, uh, for about when these movies are going to be hitting, by the way, uh, Mandy is going to be releasing on VOD and select theaters on September 14th. You're going to be getting the new Purge TV series on USA on September 4th. And you're also going to get the Assassination Nation, I believe, September 20th is going to be coming out. Wow. Okay. So September's a big hot month. Um, we're one... gonna do an episode on Mandy. Right? Yes, I think so. Get ready for that. Yeah, we're calling it now, mother podcast. Yeah. So you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> dibs. Uh, just kidding. And one last bit of news I wanted to bring up uh, for those of you who are fans of the Joe Bob Briggs. Uh, he's going to be doing a marathon uh, on Shutter on Friday the thirteenth of july i'll be busy and it'll be through the 14th so yeah we'll not be able to miss we'll be we're going to be missing it but they're going to be doing a 24-hour live stream of uh all these different movies while he's going to be doing commentary the entire time talking in between the movies over the movies uh like joe bob briggs did and uh this is it technically his last time that he's ever going to be doing this and it really sucks that i'm not going to be able to see it yeah you know so i hope that they record the whole fucking thing and just keep it i feel like they will and put it up on the website because right like why would you not yeah hear us now it's like i'm going to a convention god damn it But to give you some words on what he said, I'm going to put the, um, he said, I'm going to put on the black hat, polish the belt buckle, dust off the lazy boy recliner and settle in at the trailer house for my movie hosting farewell tour. 13 movies starting on Friday the 13th this July on Shudder, the streaming service owned by AMC. 
I'll kick. I didn't know that. AMC owns Shutter. I didn't know that. Interesting. So why don't we see any of the horror stuff on there? Yeah. It's because they, you know, that The Walking Dead is their moneymaker, so they oh, try to. Oh yeah. They don't want to put it on a subscription service. Yep. They don't want to sell it as much as they can. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, are you guys gonna make that? Or I know one of my friends here in town, Justin said. I think he's in town. Uh, said that he was gonna be watching that. Uh, I don't think I could sit there for 24 hours doing anything. Nope. Uh, I've tried to stream for 24 hours, and I made it to 17, drunk, the entire not- time. I fell asleep. Yeah, I almost like did. like eight hours. <laughs> and I'm like, night. <laughs> I have to stay busy. Anyway, guys, that's it for the news. All right, guys, so now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes and review of The Endless. Make sure you stick around afterwards if you've seen the movie. If you haven't, then you might want to wait until you have uh, because we are going to be talking in depth about a lot of spoilers that's going to ruin the movie afterwards. So first, just a spoiler-free review, then next, after that, will be the spoiler discussion. So stick around for that, we're going to do that right now. Now we're back to do our spoiler-free review of The Endless, which just came out this year. Just came out uh, on Blu-ray and DVD, uh, although it did have a select theater run about three months ago, uh, which I did not get to go and see. Uh, It happened to be on a, a, it was like a very limited time. Uh, but they opened it up to a lot of theaters. It got a lot of response from people. So the endless, uh, it's also known as the Manchurian pickle in Utah. <laughs> what? And parts of Japan. I'm sorry. No, it's true. I know. I probably. I don't know if I feel like you didn't. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Fuck it's you. Like... <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Why? Like, why would it be called that? <laughs> I just thought it sounded funny. Um, but the story. The film follows two brothers who receive a cryptic video message inspiring them to revisit the UFO death cult they escaped a decade earlier, hoping to find the closure that they couldn't as young men. They're forced to reconsider the cult's beliefs when confronted with unexplainable phenomena surrounding the camp. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is directed by two people. Although they kind of split up the duties and just kind of fill in wherever uh, people need to work um, because those are the kind of directors they are. Um, They have a weird perspective on film that most directors, it's like, you do this, you do this, you do this. They're just like, job needs to get done. This is how we're going to do it. I'll fill as many hats as I need to do, uh, which could be a bad thing for people to do most times. But I think these guys pull it off really well. Yeah. Uh, Directors Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, uh, who have also written and directed Resolution, 
and spring. Uh, like I said, they're a team. So like uh, Justin Benson also works on the visual effects. He actually wrote this movie in particular. Aaron Moorhead also directed and did some of the some of the work on, uh, I believe, cinematography. Um, and they both also starred in this movie as the main characters. But they wear a lot of different hats and they have a really close knit team that they work with for just about everything. Music, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, pretty interesting story on how that movie, how this movie came about, by the way, and we'll get into that in our spoilers discussion. So, how about you tell us about the cast? I can do that. <laughs> so, we already mentioned that they two big stars in this movie are Justin Benson himself and Aaron Moorhead himself. Which, by the way, what an excellent last name! Yeah, right. The whole time I'm like, oh, I would love that if I was a dude. <laughs> Or even a chick, actually. Anyways. One thing I will say, though, is that their names are the same in the movie, in the movie as they are yeah. in real life. And we'll get into that again in another part of the spoiler section. Yeah. It also stars Callie Hernandez, who plays Anna, who you guys probably know from Alien Covenant. She was also in the 2016 remake of Blair Witch, and she was in La La Land. Mm-hmm. And she was also in the t- uh, Dust Till Dawn TV series. Yes. Yeah. I like that show. Yeah, it was not too bad. It also has Lou Temple, which is fucking rad. Uh, who plays Tim. He was Axel in The Walking Dead, and he was Adam Banjo in The Devil's Rejects, Mm. which is excellent. He's the old-timey man in this one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's the old man, which is interesting. And he was in the uh, Rob Zombie remake 2007 of Halloween. Right. Uh, And he was also, and speaking of Rob Zombie, he was in another movie called House from 2008, which is not to be confused with the 80s movie. There's a lot of House movies. There are. Um, But he was in this movie with Bill Mosley, which is a really, it's actually a pretty decent movie. I love him. If you haven't seen it. Yeah, I love him too. He's so cute. Uh, And then last but not least I had is Tate Ellington, who plays Hal, who is from Sinister 2 and Straight Outta Compton, plays Brian Turner. And I had to like look that up because I was like, this motherfucker's in Straight Outta Compton. Um, And he was also played a character named Chad in Shameless, which I don't remember who the fuck Chad is, but he was in like seven episodes or something. Right, I know. I saw that too. I'm like, who the fuck is Chad? (laughs) I'm like (laughs) trying to go back and like replay it all in my brain because I've seen every episode of Shameless and I'm like, who is Chad? Yeah, and he actually um, was uh, Hal, and he's Hal the cult leader, technically. Oh, yeah. He's, Just yeah, for reference so that you Hal. guys know when we're talking about Anna's it. Anna's also in the cult, and so is Tim. Right. Um, there was a couple of other people I wanted Shitty to mention. Carl. I didn't mention Shitty Carl. Yeah, I was going to say, James Jordan, uh, who plays Shitty Carl, he was in Seraphim Falls, Best Night Ever. He also played a magician in the Fargo TV show, which... <gasps> I don't remember that. He was also an eye zombie. He's in a lot of bit parts and TV shows and stuff. Yeah, but it was like one episode. I think he's fan fucking tastic. So he, wasn't he in True Blood too? Like two episodes? May have been. He's been a lot of TV. Plus, uh, some of the people that were in the movie's resolution are in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Vinny Curran, who is Chris Daniels in resolution. Uh, he's in this in movie called Chris Daniels. He was in Resolution, <laughs> Spring, and Machine Head and Being Careful. Um, Peter Salella. He is also known as Michael Dunaby in this movie. Uh, he was also in Resolution, Contracted, Phase 2, Driving While Black, and Dementia. Driving While Black. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So I was going to notice there's kind of a running uh, situation with all the actors and everybody. It's a tight-knit little group. They really A lot is. of the same stuff. Dementia, Contracted 2, Phase 2, whatever, um, and more. I don't know. Aaron Moore? No, I'm just kidding. Morehead, please. <laughs> Morehead. <laughs> The film actually premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival on April 21st in 2017, technically, uh, where their first film, Resolution, premiered. Um, 
The film actually holds about a 96% based on 81 reviews and an average rating of about 7.8 out of 10 for the users. So it's gotten really good reviews from yeah, most people. For the most part. Right. And only like the shitty ones are like stupid. Right. They're not even like in-depth reviews. They're just like, fuck this movie. And I'm like, fuck your face. <laughs> Why don't you like it? I don't well, understand. <laughs> I can understand. It's not for everybody. Well, no. And like, I get it. Like, you're not going to please everybody. But still, it's just like. Well, what's your thoughts on this? I always get annoyed when people like give one star reviews with no meaning. Yeah. Well, those people are hack jobs. Like, you're an idiot. A, that's a hack job. You're a troll. That's a paid job. They're fucking shills, if you ask me. <laughs> Like I've I've said it before, and unless the screen is black, you don't go one or zero unless it's just so horrible. When you say one and it's a movie that's like this, I think, you're oh, you asshole. probably have never seen a movie before. Yeah, you're an asshole. Like I, I just don't even like you don't have any business being a fucking reviewer. <laughs> anyway, agreed. So, what are your thoughts on it, Bernie? I thought this film is just as bizarre and unsettling as it was inventive and refreshing. Okay. Um. So I actually really enjoyed it. And I, although it's not your typical in-your-face horror movie that leaves you feeling like you need to take a shower to rinse your blood-soaked skin off at the end of the day, <laughs> um, it does provide more of a cerebral experience that causes you to question reality. Um, I like films that make me think, okay. and this one made me fucking think. I, the same with Resolution. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Um, the entire time, right? <laughs> like literally, was it, but it, it was, was like, what was is good, going on in a good way? <laughs> are you glad that we actually watched it? Yeah. Before? No. Yeah, I'm. Gl- I am glad because it makes sense to. I feel like you should watch Resolution. You, you kind of have to. You kind of yeah. do. Yeah. Spring doesn't tie into this at all, but Mm-mm. Spring was still good. I'm glad I watched it. Um, and I thought the writing is very compelling, and the acting was very strong from everybody involved. I mean, obviously some better than others, but I really liked how everybody played their characters. And some of the characters you don't really get to spend time with but they still they still resonate with you okay you get them you see them you understand them and like you feel for them kind of you know what i mean it's like you know everybody there but you don't it's cool it feels like a family kind of atmosphere like people you know from your real life and you can like incorporate them like you actually knew these people or you've met these people or these people come from people in your actual life or experiences that you've been through and so i thought it was cool they did a really good job of making it relatable Okay. Um, so while it did provide more questions than answers for me, I thought the story was intriguing enough to keep you sucked in from start to finish. Okay. So I liked it. I was really glad we watched it. Who I do thought you think would enjoy it, like personally. I hon- honestly I think anybody that likes like science fiction type horror movies or even just science fiction movies or like weird like Lovecraftian kind of stuff. Okay. Would really enjoy this. Or even just really good kind of question thrillers, you know, like or alien stuff. Okay. So, and cult movies, because it's a cult, so. Right, yeah. It's really cool. It's got a little bit of everything in there, It's a cult film. Huh? It's going to be a cult classic, in my opinion, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I really, really liked it. Like, I still don't really understand what the fuck happened in this movie or what's going on, but it was still really cool. It had a lot of really cool elements to it. A lot of cool camera work. And for it being a low-budget movie, they had a lot of great special effects. Right, yeah, which Aaron or Justin Benson did. It's crazy. With, like, like, two other people. It's insane. Like, what they accomplished with the money that they had, it doesn't feel like it's a low-budget movie. No, it feels like a it's like a mid-budget almost. It like, feels good. It feels but good. But they had a like, really low feels, budget for it. Yeah, and I've seen, 
like Hollywood fucking like funded blockbuster films that are shit in comparison to this. Like they did a great job, but that just goes to show what happens when you have quality people with a quality fucking team that work well together and they produce something like this and it doesn't feel like they only had peanuts to fucking work with to make it. Right, okay. So I they did a fucking phenomenal job. Hmm. Well, Justin specifically cuz his acting and his writing I just I can't. Like he was great. Okay. Well, I'm I'm a huge fan of the movie Resolution. I yeah. think it's one of the more underrated films that people should see um and haven't. Uh, I believe it might still be up on Netflix, is it? Or is it on Shutter's? It's now? on Shutter. It's definitely on. So they probably switched it you over to You can rent it on Amazon, but it is free on Shutter with subscription. Which is, yeah. Which you can get a free trial or it's like $4 a month. Well, and Shutter's kind of pumping out some new stuff every now and then. Yeah, well, it trickles that, in. Mandy's going to be on Shutter. Right. And I'm I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it isn't and it will come to Shutter. It's going to, it's, they're either involved or it's going straight to it because well, they're right in the beginning of the trailer. Sure. But they've actually done movies before that haven't been put on. Oh, it's true. You know what I mean? Right well, away. Be stupid. <laughs> I think so, but. But it did say VOD on the same day it's going to be released in some theaters. So I feel like it's going to go to Shutter. Okay. Well, I I'm a Hoping. huge I'm a huge fan of them either way and I've watched it many times. Resolution is one of those movies, but I've watched it so many times and I always enjoyed it. I've watched it like 3 times the first time I saw it, like in the first year, and I was just like into it and then we did a fucking episode on it. So I think I've like watched it 4 or 5 times now. Um but um it's, it's so I it was definitely natural for me that I would come to this movie in their third film called The Endless, which to me is is very much a sci fi horror film, but more of a thriller to most people, I would assume. Yeah. Um, although it has a little bit of elements of all of that in there, uh, if you're paying attention a little bit. Plus, it also has that sort of uh, psychological um, parallel reflection yeah. on yourself uh, a little bit. So it's it's hard to explain without spoiling it, and we'll get into the details because I have some pretty good theories, I think. Uh, because even in the commentary of this, by the way, they wouldn't spoil it. They were like, we want to know what you think. Bastards. And they were like, hit us up on Twitter and let us know what you think. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. I, I know, I, I do, I, too. I think art is subjective in that sense, and I you agree. should really enjoy it that you, way. You take what you... I want. I like when you can take what you want out of a, out of a it, experience. It should be that way because um, one of my friends who's a musician, I won't drop names, uh, he's pretty popular and he even said hey you know I don't he's like I used to tell people what my songs are about but I don't anymore because uh, when I do it's like I just kick their puppy in the face and they thought it meant something else and it was endearing to them and then when I told them it crushed all that yeah and he's like I don't want to I'll never just this is for you to figure out mm-hmm. I like that that's pers- how music should be I think so too also is art Most period art in general like, right. I feel like it's it's up to the consumer well I I have some pretty good theories I think are pretty solid I mean they don't answer everything but guys, I totally want to hear them you I definitely no want to stick around for the spoiler discussion in a little bit but let me finish uh, on this and I'll explain a little bit more about what I think about it uh it if you've seen resolution then it's more of what you would expect uh, I think but goes a hell of a lot further. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to say too much about this film without sort of kind of leading you. So, you know, which I feel this movie is, is best enjoyed without knowing exactly what it's about. Although, if you do watch it, I would highly recommend that you watch the re- movie Resolution first. Yeah. Um, so just trust me on this. I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but it will definitely make you enjoy this movie way more. 
Um, although you could watch them separately. Yeah, but you don't have to. But, but why? Right. If you're going to experience something better by doing it this way, trust me on it. Um, some of the same characters are in it that were in this movie. In fact, they, like you said, recycle some of the same actors and uh, characters and stuff like that in there, which I think adds layers to this film uh, in a way that most films don't. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I won't say any more than that. Um, the fact that a group of guys want to go back to a death cult, first of all, <laughs> bananas <laughs> that they actually escaped from is pretty interesting to begin with because you know some tomfuckery is going to happen. Um, but lots of what's going to happen when it finally is revealed moments kind of pop up throughout the whole thing and it kind of drags you along and through these like, what the fuck is it really a cult or is this like yeah, imagining everything? Yeah. Are they dark or are they right? What's it all about? Mm -hmm. Um, the movie to me was really good and I can see why it's gotten really good score although I don't think that this is going to be for everyone like I, I think it's a particular taste for some people uh, and those people really love it uh, and I'm not saying that you couldn't enjoy this if you're just a casual moviegoer. I think you could, and it might inspire you like along the lines of something like Donnie Darko or I don't know something like that. Um, I, yeah, I feel like people who spend time more time watching like indie type films are gonna sure. enjoy this more. I get than a lot people of that just go to the movies to watch big Hollywood budget films. Sure. I think movies like Coherence or The Invitation or mm -hmm. things like that, these are perfect examples of that sort of genre. Yeah. Um, although this is a, it has more it's to like it. Not than mainstream. That. Yeah. I mean, if you're into sci fi or thrillers, I think you're gonna enjoy it. Um, people who enjoy movies that have you digging for a deeper meaning are going to really enjoy this movie i think uh like i said it it, it parallels life uh hell and many other meanings uh which i i will dig a little deeper into as i said before <laughs> in the spoiler section but all in all i really think that there is a great sense of wonder in this movie uh unease and self-reflection in this movie and I think that that's it's a really it's a really good thing. It's almost like you're taking an acid trip in a way for yourself. So mm -hmm. because you become introspective and thinking about how this like affects you and like all these different things. Is it that deep? Is it one of the deepest movies I've ever seen? No, but it has something to it that it takes you to that path. I think uh, if you're really paying attention. I think it borders horror um, very lightly. Yeah, like for most people. Like, I'm not saying for me. I'm just saying for most people. It like graces it a little bit. Right. Like it cuddles it a little in the corner. It just depends what you think of horror is. If you think gore, gore, blood and guts is horror, then yeah. this is well, not going to be horror. We've said many, many times in many episodes that, you know, horror is what you make of it. It's your what your opinion of horror is is, you know, horror can be many things to many different people. So it's more the psychological aspect of yeah. like HP Lovecraft. Exactly. In so a like, way. I wouldn't consider this horror by any means. Um but it is definitely like more psychological thriller kind of side. Sure. To me than it is There's some horror. funny stuff in it though. There is. It's funny. Like I laughed a lot for the, in this movie. Like I there's the a lot of scenes where I was just like, this is so weird <laughs> but really fun. <laughs> And like Shitty Carl's my favorite character. Yeah, so. yeah, no, definitely. Shitty Carl's fucking hilarious. I, I can't even. I'm like, I, I can't wait till we get to the spoilery part because I'm gonna be like, 
Yeah, guys, you're gonna. Uh, man, I hope that you guys watch this before listening to spoilers. So yeah, if but, you don't, then we you can't get mad at us. So what do you think? Like, if you had to give this a score in the category of the style of movies that we're referencing and what we feel, what we've seen that's comparative, I give to it like it. a seven. You think? Okay, yeah, I give it a solid seven, and I I feel bad only giving it a seven, but at the same time, it's just that's how I. I, sure. That's my. You wanted a little bit. Wanted a little bit more out of it. Okay. Than I got, but overall, I'm really satisfied. I was intrigued and hooked. I liked this more than Resolution. Really? Okay. Interestingly enough, um, I liked Resolution as well. But I'm a little bit the opposite. I way. felt you were, but I, I mean, I, I did like Resolution, but I, I felt like this was stronger. It's it's hard to say, guys. I like the I really like the story with resolution because though. it's like it's like do you like wine or do you like cheese? Yeah, uh, I like both. They <laughs> I like cheese work, more than wine. Though. Yeah, they really work well together. They do. So it's hard to say without fucking ruining anything. But I would probably give this. I would probably give this a at least a seven point five, if not higher. Um, probably like an eight. I think that's fair. Just because I know I thought you would give it less than I did. <laughs> I love resolution. I wouldn't watch resolution without watching this afterwards. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in that sense, like I think I lean more resolution because I wanted to see somewhat more of what resolution kind of had to offer that mystery, that wonder. That makes sense. Uh, and this kind of fulfills some of that while still leaving it open a little bit. Yeah. And um, even though we're not talking about it. Yes. We did yet. watch it and I really did like spring. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I, I just bought it. I it bu- was so weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it went and took like the sharpest fucking left turn ever. Like you're just like, what the hell is happening? It's like, a love story. It's, it is a love it's story. Really but it's really sweet. A, it's a creepy, weird. It is creepy and also creature sweet. love story. I loved it. It was yeah. really cool. And again, for that being a low budget movie. Holy shit. They accomplished some cool stuff. It's funny because they said that when they were, because it was their second movie. The first movie that they made, they paid all for them by themselves. Second movie, they shopped it around to everyone. Nobody wanted to touch it. These guys are really good with a with a dollar, guys. Like these guys know what they're doing. They're creative. They stretch it. <laughs> they think outside the box when it comes to movie magic. I think, and uh, because they're so close knit, yeah, I think that it becomes a unit, uh, like a real good. Well, it sounds really sexual, but I don't mean it like that. Morehead. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Oh, sorry, I'm going to uh, keep saying it. Such a great name. Is that what you meant? Such a great name. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course. I'm like, like more head, please. But yeah, I, I just, I what really. What think I meant? <laughs> I don't know. I just wasn't, I wasn't thinking that. I just <sighs> thought you thought the name was cool. Get your mind in the gutter, motherfucker. Yeah, I guess so. Join me Jesus. down here. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, we've yapped up enough about this uh, review. And I think it, if you are a fan, um, you should check it out. Um, I think you might be surprised by it. Uh, again, it's not a you know in your face gore movie or no, uh, you know <laughs> monsters like you know destroying people or you know something like that. But it, it is it is a little bit more than that. Yeah. So, but um, it's eerie. Yeah. So now we're gonna go ahead and jump into our spoiler section. So if you're listening past this, you've ruined everything for yourself. None of it's going to make sense anyway. So you might as well just go see the movie and then watch Resolution, watch this movie, and then come back and listen to it because I think you'll get a a better appreciation for what we're about to discuss. Thank you guys if you're leaving and buckle the fuck up. 
Spoiler discussion, listeners. Suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) So let's sound the alarm. Please do not listen to this if you have not seen the movie. That's right. Please do not listen after this if you have not seen the movie. You will indefinitely ruin your experience. Thank you and have a nice apocalypse. All right, guys, so if you're listening past that, you've been warned. Don't listen past here. This is exclusively for those who have watched the movie and are interested in possibly an explanation or understanding of what possibly transpired throughout the film, why certain elements were there, why some were not, why they led you in certain directions, etc. Um, but, uh, yeah. Tell me your theories. Um, well. I must know them. <laughs> Because I want to know, because I honestly like couldn't... Well, first of all, let's talk about some of the trivia, and then we'll get into the like heavy discussion, okay? okay? I felt like retarded after I watched I'm sorry. That's a bad word to say. There is some pretty interesting things that, that happened during the making of this movie, and I've only got a, like a few things here, guys. I didn't want to go buck wild, <laughs> um, but I just kind of took note of some things that I thought were like kind of, wow. Um, first of all, the movie is... Uh, I'm trying not to get to the spoiler discussion without doing it, but let's just say uh, that the movie deals with looping. Yeah. Um, And if you're listening now, you know that. Um, But there is something happened to Justin Benson's mother um, when this movie came out. And uh, it's really really? sad. But his mother committed suicide. Mm. And his father is like the craft service people that like you know, make food and like help people out on the set and stuff like that. And his dad's a part of the team. So they were both dealing with this subject matter. And if you remember in the movie, you have shitty Carl, uh, who commits suicide in the movie and they had to shoot that scene a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's like trying to, well, it's not a couple of times. They probably did it all in one, but you know what I mean? Oh well, yeah. But I mean like he, kills himself at least twice right like and it's pretty pretty tragic but they said um that you know it's just it's crazy with this the the subject matter you know and he said and in some ways it they kind of powered through it and it kind of sort of actually helped them process the whole thing even though you know it was super tragic because how do you fathom something like that from one of your parents yeah you know what i mean so, I mean, I don't mean to bring everybody down off right off the bat, but yeah, thanks. to bring it back up, shitty Carl, <laughs> who we love, shitty fucking Carl, is in all three films. He actually has been mentioned in Resolution when Chris, who's played by Vinny, in Resolution says, selling his shit to shitty Carl. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I sold all my shit already. Oh, I sold it to shitty Carl months ago. Or whatever, because he didn't need his things or whatever. But he also says it in Spring, which I think is just their way of like giving the legend of Carl like <laughs> some sort of thing. But with the you reason can make a shitty Carl movie. Part of the thing is, and the reason that this happened, by the way, guys, and the reason why Shitty Carl is a character in all three of these movies that they mention, uh, is 
because in the first movie, which they love, you know, that's their baby, you know, um, and I love, they say it. And Vinny, the character, the actual actor, Vinny, he's like one of those people that will go on these tangents. They all are. These, This is the type of people they are. Like, remember when I, in the beginning of the thing, I said, oh, it was also called the Manchurian Pickle mm-hmm. in Utah and also in Japan. And then they're very deadpan and they just kind of run with it. And he was like, oh, yeah, I heard uh, there was a famous director who uh, pointed that out that uh, Shitty Carl was like, and they and they have a festival out there every year for Shitty Carl, which is so <laughs> weird. And it's just, that's their sense of humor. Vinny just goes on these riffs where he just makes shit up and runs with it because they're like improv. Yeah. And he's really good at it. So they thought it would be funny to just kind of add him in all these different parts and kind of like give some real life to him just based on Vinny's work. So um, also I mentioned before, Justin Benson did a lot of the visual effects on here. So we already know that. Obviously they revisit this set from Resolution. It was in the trailer. I don't feel too bad at now uh, talking about it because you see Mike and Chris who are at the cabin in resolution and they make an appearance in this movie uh, and it ties into it. There was even the RV that they go to. Yeah. The dog owner, the dog owner. Yeah. Who was smoking the red flower that the Anna smokes. Right. So it's all kind of sort of tied. I think it was like French guy. Was he? Or yeah, something? he was French. Okay. I think. And he was supposed to be French. And he was doing that like weird it. mirror thing in the Resolution movie. <laughs> but I love that. He the, was cool. The tension in that was yeah, really was odd. Like, anyway, let's jump into the spoiler section, guys. I just wanted to give you a little bit of trivia like we would normally. Um, first of all, you asked what are some of my opinions on this? Mm-hmm. Because you're, I, I get the sense that you're just a little confused by it or... A little bit. Okay. Well, this is what I just kind of put together in my mind. I just mind. don't have like my own theories. I sat and thought about it for three hours last night. Yeah. Like I was just You're crazy. I was like all into it. But the movie, it kind of seems like to me to be a mirroring of a lot of life in general, uh, as well as hell in some ways. Um, Because we already know that the film is about this cult, which really aren't a cult. And uh, as Aaron and Justin say, uh, the, the actual people, not the characters, um, say it's they're rather benign and they're just kind of along for this ride. They have no choice in the matter. And they essentially get caught in these loops where, you know, some of them are long, some of them are short. All they're bending to this great omnipotent power, which seems to kind of enjoy torturing some people more than others. And however, some are actually kind of content with it. Did you notice? Yeah. Like the cult is pretty much. The cult doesn't care. They don't care. They like this loop. Yeah. Right. So which I've had. Well, theirs th- is long. Right. Theirs is 10 year cycle. Yeah. Theirs is long. They have they got the the good end of the stick on that one. Right. <laughs> the good end of the deal. Well, what I was thinking is like I mean, I've had thoughts about religion and looping before. Uh, and I'm trying not to be disrespectful because we know some of the trivia that, you know, I mentioned some of the sad stuff. But I've always thought, you know, about that situation that if I was ever in a situation about my life ending, if I were to end it, then would I just come back and relive my life over and over and over and over again, which some people say that is hell. Yeah. In some, you know, I don't know, you know, it's it's a guess. We don't obviously know if there is a hell or not, but I'm just saying. Um, but in some ways, the idea, uh, you know, of that looping is kind of like making you want to go crazy in a way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the same respect, a lot of the characters relate to that and they actually enjoy being in that loop because 
they consider those precious times. So like like there's one guy in the movie that is in a constant five second loop or oh, like that a, sucks. Like that's horrible. Tent. Yeah. Like that just was crazy. Just as he's able to like rethink, he's like running and he's and you could tell he's from some old time. Yeah, he's like he's been there forever. Right. Um and this this creature, this monster that is controlling everything and causing all these time loops. I'll get into that a little bit more too, but you got shitty Carl trying to break out of it, losing his mind. When I say that kind of mirrors our lives though, and how we sometimes get caught in the loop of our own, whether it's like working a shitty job or wanting to relive some wonderful part in your life or, you know, the want to break out of these loops as well, like because you get stuck in them and you become sad. Uh, and You know, we all live in some sort of loop in some way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it's I wake up, I make coffee, I go outside, smoke a cigarette. We're creatures of habit. Right. Routine. Yeah. We, everybody has a routine. Right. Um, Myself more than ever. Yeah. I mean, lately. It, whether it be it's like insane. our relationships or something like that, like whatever it may be. And I don't think that this movie is about relooping in hell necessarily. Maybe it's their your own personal hells. Like it could you, be. What you make of it. But it definitely has it in there. And I mean, there is this evil godlike creature who gets some sort of form of uh, some sort of amusement out of watching these these mice essentially try to escape the same maze each minute, day, week, or even decade, almost like he's like rewinding a VHS tape. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's some weird, sick, over and over thing, you know what I mean? As if the characters were kind of like made for its amusement. And it's, it's an interesting concept, though. I think that, you know, some of the movie is more about trying to break out of that loop, while others, it's, you know, to accept it. And just think of it as life. So they worship it because, you know, it's like when people get depressed, mm -hmm. they get used to the pain and they don't want to be healed. Like it's almost it's kind of like a weird kind of thing. You know what I mean? So one thing that sticks in my mind in this whole movie, though, is, you know, we have a couple of revelations throughout the film. One being uh, Shitty Carl and another couple of moments that they kind of sprinkle out this mystery. But Tim the old man with the beard, he kind of argues with Tate, the cult leader, one moment when Aaron has decided to leave his brother and let his brother walk off and leave the cult because his brother had lied to him and he got pissed off. So Tim says, make sure you actually want to stay. You don't have to stay if you don't want to or something like that. He's like trying to indicate like leave in a way. I don't think like. I don't know if that it's it is that I think he's saying it makes me think that Tate, the cult leader, is super selfish mm -hmm. and he is lonely in this world that he created and chose for himself right and is dragging other people into it and aaron's just one of the new people mm -hmm. so in a He's way like an old new person right in a way he is kind of like a cult leader because he's like high off his own shit he's high off his but own you juice. can tell kool-aid during the movie that Tate is super sad and angry and frustrated with his life because his tone completely changes. Yeah, he's an interesting character. I thought so, too. Like, I liked him a lot. It's, it just seems like his character is sort of hanging on to Aaron to justify his own choices. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And absolutely. make make life a little bit different to him because there's a piece of him, even though he's made this choice and he can never go back to the life that he had and just live of life and die. And he's stuck in this loop. You know, maybe he's just trying to drag others into his shitty life and his shitty choices. Yeah. So it's not as lonely anymore or something. I don't right. know. That's what new I'm... people like new experience. Right. Like, and he thought that this would be his happiest moment in this cult where he started this out as like the positive thing. And it ended up being his prison mm-hmm. and i think it's all kind of coming to people you, you even see tim throw out the beer like he's just like oh i made this great beer but fuck it yeah they all like blame him in a way who we're getting stuck there i feel like they all are like resentful towards tate maybe i mean i don't know i feel like tim's been there the longest like i feel like tim was older than them or something i don't know yeah but he's not the leader there but no. it's weird because he's like the he's like the keeper of the archive or something which well, is so he's weird because he has all of these fucking video like he has tapes and shit that's what was weird to me because he has all of these video recordings dating back to like the 50s or some right shit. and he has this that room 40s. That he keeps, yeah like that room that he keeps locked up with that weird fucking Disney Mickey Mouse padlock. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, what does he call it? Paddling equipment? So ridiculous. Yeah, but he like... They're like, what's in there, Tim? Paddling equipment. Something. <laughs> but yeah, when he finally opens the door and lets Aaron and Justin in, it's like just this video archive of like decades of shit. Right. Well, that's and- how it, the entity or the, the godlike creature speaks to them. Yes, yeah, through and, recordings and kind of and pictures. pushes and- them along to, yeah. to like play so you know what it reminds me of i think of the movie um not jason and the argonauts but the the other one with the owl clash of the titans oh clash of the Titans. yeah no yes i'm not in i'm not really into well i grew up on the claymation stuff like that but they had this scene where the gods were like sitting up and they have this diorama like this is the original one you're talking about the original clash of the titans or like the remake that they did no the original okay no i've seen that because we had to watch it in school Yes, that one, they have all the gods sitting around a fucking diorama of, like, the situation all the time, and they're, like, moving the pieces around, like, little, little like, toys. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, like, makes me feel like that's the godlike creature. For sure. Um, but the other thing I noticed, too, is at the end, the only reason that these two escape is because Aaron stands up to his brother, who has dragged him into his own choices, his own hell, his own whatever and never really gave Aaron any choice in the matter it was to protect him mm-hmm. but it was also controlling in a way yeah so they kind of argue over who drives remember he's like oh I'm driving he's like fucking god damn it we're gonna die you know mm-hmm. like so they switch places and then Aaron and him push the car and uh they get out and they escape because of that choice it seems like so you kind of you kind of figure out for yourself when they're running out of gas that that that's a point because he says to him and he's like well, you figure it out and then goes to sleep and lays on the thing he's like well that saved us you know i just needed to kind of come to come to terms with my brother and that he's a man now or whatever the fuck and that he can make his own choices yeah so this is that loop thing i'm talking about they broke out of the loop mm-hmm. something to do with that I mean, I figure, I mean, obviously it's just, you know, mirroring every, all the different choices that we make in our lives, like the things that we get stuck in, the things that, you know, I, I think ultimately it's, it's kind of just accepting the loops and knowing when to get out. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. That makes sense. Does that make sense to you? I mean, there's other things that happen in the movie that are really cool, but that's just pretty much, I mean, I know I kind of, that's a long winded thing, but I mean, the movie does start off with some Lovecraft famous quote saying that, you know, the only, the fear of the unknown is the oldest fear that man has ever known. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So perhaps it's saying that people like loops because they're afraid of the unknown. Afraid of change. Right. So that's what it just seems like to me. Yeah. Lot to be afraid of change. I feel like they're the only ones that are content. Oh, the brothers? Yeah, no, the cult are the only ones that are content. No, they're them. the ones that make it seem like they're content. Yeah, they're the only ones that seem like they are. Everybody else is like, fuck this. Like, you ever think of like, you ever mean it like you ever have a neighbor or somebody at your work that's always happy all the time and you're like, you're there's something out right. Yeah, you're like, crazy. There's no fucking way you're that fucking happy. Yeah. You're just lying to you're yourself. Yeah. <laughs> You're a sociopath and you have dead bodies in your basement. <laughs> I don't trust you. So um, people that work at Dutch Brothers. So what are you some of the, some favorite scenes? I mean, do you, do you have any other th- thing to add to that? Like maybe some things that happen in the movie that might uh, express that? Because that's just what I think. I, I, I know it's not it's not that deep. It's a, it's a deeper movie, but it's not like, you know, there's things to find in it that compare to that, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Well, what were your, some of your favorite parts <laughs> in this? I love how it ties in. To resolution. Right. Like all the little subtle tie-ins and Fuck you're just yeah, like, oh, because it's so cool. You know, like all like uh, Mike's wife is one of the cult in the cult. Okay. Because she came out looking for Mike because he disappeared like some weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah, she's she was, there. She's a really good actor too. Yeah. Like her part was really good. Yeah, she was good. Um, And then you get to revisit like resolution in a way. Right. Like you get to see how resolution starts. You know, when they you see their loop. But I at the same time, I had like questions. I'm like, so what happened to Charles? Like, where is he? You right. know what I mean? Like, where is he and where are his little thug friends? Like, where are they? Where are yeah, the two other tweakers yeah. that got killed? You know what I mean? Like, why aren't they stuck in the same loop? If if it's Chris and what's the other guy's name? The tweaker. Oh, Chris and Mike. Mike, yeah. yeah. Mike's the guy trying to help Chris, who's the tweaker. Oh, no, so it was Mike's wife. Did I say Chris's wife? Well, Mike has always gone back to help him. Yeah. And he was sick and tired of trying to help him, so he tied him to the thing. And yeah, the, yeah. so great. But that was the only thing that kind of confused me about their loop, is because it's that whole scenario that they're reliving continuously. So I'm like, so where are the other two tweakers, and where's Charles that comes and kills them and burns the fucking cabin down? Well, they were- Because they- he burns it down. Right, but they were cognizant of, they were aware of them being in a loop, so this was before they even got to that point. So, do you understand? Like, you're not seeing the end of the movie in resolution, you're watching the very beginning, almost. Because they were watching a video when he came in or something like he was he was like it was just like in the middle of the movie of resolution it was just a moment and they're somewhat aware of their loop that they're stuck in because hmm. he says he's like oh i've been there he's like you know he's like well how long have you been doing this and he was like well i don't know i mean you know weeks i mean we said that we were only going to stay here a week and it's definitely been more than a few weeks so i feel like it was before all the Charles and all them, all the kids and every that he came, you know, to fuck with them. Okay. I don't know. Because, like, that's why I was saying the rats in a maze, like the mice in a maze, because they're aware, like, even the cult's aware of their 10-year mm-hmm. maze that they got to try to get. But, like, people have made the decision, but it's already too late because they are just accepted it. So they're trying to find, that's why they decide to burn themselves at the end so that they can try to get out of the loop. That's yeah. why Car- Shitty Carl tried Chris, to hang himself, himself yeah. shoot himself. They're trying to make their own, tell, like, get to the 
like conclusion of their own stories because they say that if the god does it for you it's worse right then like so if you let it get to the end of your loop to recycle it and the god has to take you out then it's even it's worse than if you were to do it yourself yeah if you're not dancing around trying yeah so they're trying all these different ways to get out of their loop and which i thought was sad But also really interesting. Yeah. But Shitty Carl was just so funny about it, though. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, that part was great. Oh, I love it. Like, he, come, you know, he's hanging, and then he scares the shit out of fucking Justin, because he's like, how the fuck are you hanging here, and you're here? And then he's, that's when he starts explaining the loop how thing. How is this even possible? Yeah, and then he explains the whole, like, loop thing, kind of, sort of, and then he says he's only going to help him if he goes to get him a gun. And... Well, he's the first one that, uh, that, that talks about the loop in a negative way. Yeah. Like, well, he kind of lets the cat out of the bag, but it's around the time where Aaron is kind of like trying to figure out if he wants to stay or not. He's mad at his brother. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. I love when they keep seeing him like angry walking around the camp. <laughs> And fucking Justin keeps, like, trying to wave him up. Bro, stop fucking trying to wave at him. <laughs> like, he's not interested. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. He hey, remember care. me? Leave him alone, and he just, like, angrily, like, speeds up and, like, walks by, like, like the most, like, pissy power walk I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, some old ladies are going to be jealous of that power walk. Yeah. Like, he's fast. <laughs> he's out walking him at the mall. <laughs> he is. Like, he's a fast power walker. That, I was that was a little confusing to me because I was he's like. he's outside of the, is that why? Well, I think he was just trying to get out of his own loop. Yeah, so he's trying to find all these different ways to right. like, disappear, I guess. Or he's trying to break out, out of it, yeah. But but shitty Carl has made so many bad choices in his life, He's there's no real saving him. Yeah. Because he's not willing to come to terms with Sorry, his own Carl. bad decisions because he's shitty fucking Carl. He's going to stay shitty. <laughs> shitty Carl. Dude, I love what he's like. Uh, what did he say? He was like, uh, oh, he was like, I need you to help me, blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, I can tell you. But... Uh, I'm not going to do it for free. <laughs> I ain't going to do it for fucking free. What do you want, man? What do you want? You just suck my dick. What? <laughs> yeah, suck my dick. And it's so great, like, the look on Justin's face. <laughs> I he's know, like, dude. He's like, what the hell? Like, all confused, but at the same time, he's, like, trying to come to terms with the fact that he's going to suck this guy's dick. Well, he's got to because... To get what he needs. You yeah. Know? So he's like, he's, like, fighting the fact that he's, like, fuck this guy, but then maybe I should fuck this guy so then I can get the answers to well, my questions. Like, I don't know. I loved his face in that scene. Well, plus so he's convincing. worried about his brother, right? Yeah. And I mean, that was fucking solid ass acting. Like, I love shit like that. And just like look in someone's eyes and their facial expressions and like how you can tell like how they're actually feeling in that moment. He did a really good job. I think I, I think I think it was interesting, too, because like. Cause like he's looking at it, and he's thinking about it. He's like, "Well, I need to save my brother, so maybe I will maybe suck." I will his dick. suck his dick. Like I don't want to. Can it be that bad? And shitty Carl is just so <laughs> shitty, and not only shitty, but he's just jaded from not being able to get out. That he's like, "Well, I know this motherfucker's probably want to. He's going to be as desperate as I am. He probably would suck my dick yeah. if he had to to try to get out of here. Because I know I would. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's that's like, what. Do it... I really want my dick sucked by a man? <laughs> <laughs> then he questions his decisions. <laughs> I wonder. If if Aaron and, and Justin will listen to this and be like, man, they are just so off. No, probably. <laughs> They're like, you guys are so wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, what the a- hell? If you guys are listening, guys, I'm going to tag you in it. I know. Oh, it'd be so cool. I've been trying to get them to come on to do an 
an interview that about be... their fucking movies and stuff because I'm such a fan of Resolution. That would be tits. I wrote them just the other week and I was like, oh, I sure hope Aaron and Justin come on for an interview <laughs> sometime. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, <laughs> elbow, <laughs> elbow, you know. And Justin, Justin added me, so maybe I'll, I'll write him and see if, see if they come on. <laughs> the Sorry, hot the one. Hot one. <laughs> Aaron, I still think you're hot. He's cute. <laughs> he is cute. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, you know, uh, I'm a lady. I, I, I don't know what to say about it, honestly. Um, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> but my favorite part of the entire movie <laughs> really? was when Shitty Carl gets the gun. <laughs> God damn it! And he kills himself, and it's all off camera. And then they, he just he kills himself, and then all of a sudden it's just like silent for a couple seconds. Then you hear "God damn it!" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" I was laughing well, so hard. Well, you hear hard. the noise. <laughs> yeah, he kill. You see the blood on the motorcycle, like or on the dirt bike or whatever. And then you hear the noise, and he comes back through the loop. Right. Like, god damn it! And I, I laughed <laughs> for like ten minutes. It was so fucking funny. Like it was just smart. Like I, I love how they did it. Like the whole off off camera thing, and that maybe because they didn't have the budget to do a what about head blowing wh- off scene. But what about Smiling Dave? I love Smiling Dave. <laughs> Every scene with Smiling Dave was great, and dude, I love how they shit. explain it. He drilled a hole in his head to get closer to God, and that's why he smiles all the time. Dude, and I'm that like, shitting grin is just so perfect. It's so cute. Do like, you know how they got that? Do you know why they did that? No. Because apparently. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if it was Justin or Aaron that said this, but he was like uh, Dave, who is their producer. Uh, they have a really good close bond. Like always positive. Uh, no, oh, okay. actually. He, he, in fact, they, they make jokes about that in some of the commentary. They're like, I think that might be the nicest thing you've ever said to us. He's like, yeah, don't get used to it. <laughs> His name is David Lawson Jr. He's the producer. But uh, Dave, the character came up with because apparently, I guess, Justin Benson got a a, a like a picture sent to him. He was like, after they like killed a pig or a boar or something, mm. or they found one on the side of the road and he was just like smiling with this dead pig or whatever <laughs> right next to him. I believe it was a pig. I can't remember. Uh, but they sent it to him in the middle of the night and he was just like, he woke up to this smiling Dave face and he was like, yeah, we're going to put you in the movie. <laughs> and so they kind of tortured him doing it. You know what I mean? And so he, he, you could tell him he, he didn't like, he says, he, I don't know if it's part of their stick because that's how they are. They make jokes where they take they, these long-winded stories where they joke with each other sometimes. So, yeah. you know, it's I don't know, you know, how true it is. They're just fun. I feel like they they'd be really fun people to interact with. Right. And and the other funny thing is is that um the movie actually came about and we didn't discuss this yet is that they had an improv idea where they were sitting around like, oh, we should just take those characters from Resolution. Because if you guys remember who have seen Resolution or have not, uh, there is a part where Justin and Aaron are in the cult still with Dave behind them. And they run into one of the characters from Resolution and they have this whole story. They thought it'd be funny to take this improv moment where this guy's going to jump off of the Toronto or the um, Canada side of the Niagara Falls and have uh, this guy attempt to jump off, but he's just wearing a white shirt. So they go up to him. They're like, hey, brother, you here for the Ascension? You know? <laughs> Which is silly, but they, they really hated it because what it, what it became later is much better than what that was. Yeah. So they made better use of it. But it's funny. 
So the story goes, they had this idea for a movie and uh, they did an interview with some other article. It was like he said it was like some small website and they uh, asked about, you know, like, what is your next plans? Like, what are you going to do? And you're like, well, we don't really, you know, we always have to end up paying for our own movies. So we don't know if we're going to be able to fucking do it. So apparently somebody who was a fan and actually saw this thread in Reddit actually said, well, hey, they hit him up and they were like, hey, you know, if you got something, I'll take a look at it. And if I like it, we'll, you know, we'll do it. And they were like, they, they put something together and they sent it over to him and, uh, they were like, yeah, here's the money. Holy shit. Just like that. Reddit can pay off. And, and after two movies that they had to struggle to get paid, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. That's so cool though. Right. Love that. Power of the internet. Did you know? Huh? Said the power of the internet. I mean, it can be good and bad. I mean, fuck. (laughs) It's it's like it's it's like it's it's like winning the lottery when it's good, uh, and but the 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 amount of negativity online <laughs> is pretty heavy, I would say. Yeah. Um. You know the end scene that I don't want to like completely. I mean, we can talk about it when they leave. Yeah, when they escape. You know that was shot in the daytime. They really? Yeah. Interesting. It's a trick that they do, but you can kind of tell. You can kind of tell, I guess. Yeah. Like now thinking back on it, but they kind of but... did like a blue screen in the background because yeah. the sky was like blue. So when they're doing the shot and they're doing all the CGI stuff in the background, which was amazing looking, by the way. That was cool. I love that. Like, that's like the creature coming out. There's like little subtle things in the movie that you can hear like the creature growl or mm-hmm. like even when um, Shitty Carl is like shooting the gun and then he's like, ah, you hear the you hear the. Mm-hmm. The monster growl back. That's kind of cool. I like that. It was cool. Yeah. I know. I like all those little moments, like these little in between moments. They're like when I think it was when in the beginning, I think, of Resolution, too. Right. They had a moment I, with sp- that. And there was always like a lot of little moments of like shaky camera and then like a growl thing or a noise or whatever. And I was like, it's Bigfoot. It's kind of, oh, yeah. I love that <laughs> in that movie. It's Bigfoot. <laughs> um, one of the things I will say in comparison to each other, the endless and the resolution, it's hard for me to not like resolution just a little bit more, even though they're like wine and cheese, like I mentioned, because Vinny and Pete, who play the characters Mike and Chris, or Chris and Mike, they're so good together. Yeah, they have a really great relationship. And it's not to say that there wasn't a good... I don't know. It just the pacing of resolution was a little bit different than the endless in that respect. And I feel like Vinny and uh, Pete really just kind of like, I don't know, like Pete played the awkward nice guy. And like Vinny was like the wild fucking meth addict. <laughs> Crazy tweaker. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I, I get what you're saying, though, because I kind of felt a disconnect between Justin and Aaron. It's like I love the looping idea and I love that there's a deeper meaning to it in the endless. But in the same respect, I also kind of appreciate the wonder of resolution a little bit more. Yeah, because resolution is literally just like, what? Right. And I don't want to spoil that movie for you guys. I'm just like, what the hell has happened? (laughs) But if you really want to compliment this movie, please watch resolution first it's a really underrated movie it's one of of my favorite movies i've watched recently that 
they did so much with so little and it's so interesting to follow and there's so many weird gems in there and weird characters and like i don't know it's just well done for a budget it just goes to show yeah. you that you can you can make a good film if you put some fucking thought if into it you have the it. right people behind you too. right you have the right support system and you really put some time and effort into what you're doing well it's not well that's not asking a lot <laughs> Not at all. Uh, I think most people go into a movie think it's hoping nothing. that they can get the right circumstances, and it's really frustrating to make a movie. But, yeah. But the way they make movies versus how Hollywood makes movies is so different. Hollywood should take note. Well, they don't fucking take note them. because they think, oh, just add a, a S- tablespoon of sugar. Some explosions and we're fine. These guys are more off the cuff. They fucking change things on the fly. It's one of the things that I like really loved and appreciated so much about their movies is their stories are all original fucking ideas. Right. And it's so off the fucking wall, but perfect. Yeah. You know, like it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. And then it's just like, it's weird as fuck, but really fucking cool. I don't know. It's That's what I like about that. And in, in this day and age, it's so hard to come up with a creative fucking idea. Something I think that's so. different, something that's well, not it, been done or touched on or whatever. And they did a really good job of keeping this, keeping their movies really unique. I don't think it's that it's hard to come up with a good idea. I mean, it is hard to do a good job. It's not hard to come up with a good idea in the sense that mainstream Hollywood just doesn't give those people an opportunity. Yeah, that's true. They don't want to work at finding people who are, you know, to cultivate this into something that it is. And instead, they just throw piles of money at things and mm-hmm. just, you know, oh, well, <laughs> someone needs to walk from here to here. Well, we'll just hire somebody to walk this food from here to here. Yeah. Instead of just like people just like doing it. So it's it's like a different atmosphere. So. $50 million to polish that turd. Right. That's like exactly what happens. And then they still don't polish the turd. It's still a turd. Yeah. I mean, whether you like this movie or not, you have to appreciate that about this. These people who make this movies. And I appreciate them. I really do like their movies. I wasn't a big fan of Spring as much. I really but but I come from loving resolution, so I wanted to see more like weird shit because that's just me. Spring was weird. It, it is, and it, it it's it's really cool. Like some of the like effects cool. was really cool. I, I really I I loved it. I was impressed as fuck with that movie. Yeah, especially because it just went in a whole fucking weird direction real quick. I feel like they like to shine and a light on on like normal people's lives in a way. Yeah, in extraordinary situations. That girl too was so good. Right, that actress. Fuck, she was great. It's like it's always about and like hot. it seems like they're always these movies. All three of these movies are all about people in the middle of changing something in their life. Yeah, it's ordinary people that get thrust into this not ordinary situation and what they make of it. Right. And I love I love that. Like they have to come to terms with certain things in their life and make decisions. Right. And make big major decisions that will change their life forever which is extremely relatable while also giving you a little extra to and that's i don't to wash it all down that's why i really liked spring i love the end okay so cool like i just i was like oh my god that's so sweet i thought (laughs) it's totally a love story there was a really funny scene in that where the girl's like sitting in the church and the old lady's like oh i just saw a a woman shoot up heroin great yeah that was so fucking (laughs) i just saw a zombie shoot up heroin i saw a zombie shoot up heroin and i'm just like huh (laughs) <laughs> so good I don't know I, I really really liked that movie I feel like we should talk so about that so in sometime. order which of the three do you like the most and how you want to put it uh, yeah like I'm just curious now 
I think that I like the endless the most. Really? Okay. Um, I think it's the better put together than it all, is. all it's three. It's the most polished. Right. I think uh, the most professional. Like, I mean, they're all professional fucking movies, but and the story is just really complex and really cool. Okay. So and what, it's hard for me to say that because I did really really like Spring. All three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked all three of them, but, but yeah, you I, think I, Spring I, is the the weakest one of the link? No. I don't. So, so I don't think do, any of them are weak by any well, means. Well, no, no, I know, but I don't mean to like. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, sorry, Justin and Aaron. These these ones suck, these and these ones, ones are good. Ones are you, you you understand. <laughs> I like all of them, <laughs> but I felt like the one that I just kidding didn't connect with as much was Resolution. Okay. So I Spring, I just really loved what they did with that story. It's a really weird love story, and how they tell it, and then how they complete it sure at the end i was just like oh. so which one's second like it was so sweet <laughs> so which one's so, second spring second for me really so yeah. resolutions last resolutions last for huh. me but it's just because i connected with movies differently i go probably resolution endless and then yeah which makes sense just because resolution is what led me to the endless yeah so yeah you can watch all these movies without i, I bought all of them so yeah. i mean i like them i i did really really like them all yeah. They're all really great and they're all great for their own reasons and like I'm only basing my decision on how I connected with the movie. Right. So, that's it. Not to say that any of them are worse no, than the other. No, don't worry about that. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, guys, what did you think? Did you like The Endless? Have you seen Spring? Have you seen Resolution? I hope are you going to watch Resolution first yeah. and then watch The Endless it's because like, I swear to God, if you guys some of you are like, "Well, I don't really care," you know, like I just watch them in any order, it doesn't matter. I'm like, "No." Yeah. I mean, it's like you you don't have to but you you don't have to, but, but you, you should. should. Yes. Yeah, like you really should. I'm such a particular movie watcher. Like, I have to have the right situation. If you talk during the movie, like, I get mad. I. <laughs> it's, I'm like that depending on the movie. Like, like if to... it's something like this that I need to pay attention to because there's so many different elements that are thrown at you and you have to try and piece everything together and it's a it's a cerebral, like, mind fuck of a movie. Right. I need to be able to pay attention and I don't want other distractions. Yeah. You know, but then it's so easy for me to get distracted at the same time where I'm just like, you know, if some scene, like, goes on for too long in the same boring moment, I'm going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm a Ritalin kid, so I lock in, like, with this hyper-focus, and I become the movie in my mind. You know what I mean? Like I, I go to a weird place, movies. and yeah. I just, like, Pontypool's one of those movies. Resolution has elements of that as well, like, I, that I really like. Um, I just lock in. And then it's like Black Rainbow, uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Um, Cronenberg films like Videodrome and shit like that. Yeah, like just the 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 atmosphere is like buttery good, (laughs) buttery goodness. Anyway, guys, I think that's going to wrap up our discussion. What do you guys think about some of the uh, theories that I had on it? I mean, that, I'm not trying. I, I, I kind of talked a lot about it, but I was just trying to get all my thoughts out in, okay. in the most complete way that I could. You had enough theory for the both of us. I know, but but I think they're good theories. And I would love to hear from Aaron and... Uh, tell us the real story. And Justin, <laughs> but I don't think they're going to tell us. They won't. They're going to they're gonna be like, nope, none of that is true. Yeah, and, you're wrong. <laughs> Nice try. Try again. (laughs) But guys, valiant effort. But you're fucking retarded. Right? Like, (laughs) no, I don't. No, I don't think they would even say. They would just be like, "Yeah, that's a really cool theory." That's all they would do. Yeah, Yeah, like, fuck you. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) But you know, I can't. You can't. You can't be a hypocrite. We talked about how that's the best way to do it. Give me reasons. No, I know. I love that. 
I love that. Yeah. I don't I like when people don't tell me and let me make up my own mind or my own decisions. I definitely want to watch this again just to see how I feel yeah. the second time. Yeah, this is a this is definitely one to watch twice. Yeah, I think you could watch it twice and then pick up things that you didn't didn't see notice. The first time. Yeah, yeah, because there's some really cool segments where they're playing the cult tropes, where that girl's like helping Justin with his hand, mm-hmm. uh, and she's the crazy one. Which was and at then the Tate comes in resolution. like, and then he's all like, "Oh, you guys have fun," and he's like smoking that he's all red, red flower. flower. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like she's all thinking like, "Yeah." Yeah, well, they just all kind of look at each other, and he's like, well, bye. bye. I'm going to go ahead and go to bed. <laughs> See you later. And she's just like all sad. <laughs> well, I'm going to go jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> bye. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for coming by this week. I hope uh, that you enjoyed this. And uh, if you know somebody that might enjoy it themselves, please do share it with them. It always goes a long way to help us out. And uh, definitely sound off in the comments about what you thought about some of our theories. And uh, obviously, don't spoil anything. But, um, you know, let us know what you thought of the movie and if you're going to go see it now, too. So, but uh, other than that, you want to add anything, Brady? Uh, no. All right. Well, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next Sorry, week. Well, yeah. well, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've kind of talked it to death. But, we beat a dead horse now. <laughs> uh, we've basically done a, an hour and a half commentary for the whole it's movie. Pretty excellent. So, but uh, guys, we will be back next week. We will be, I think we're kind of debating on what we want to do. There's so many different movie ideas. Like we've really enjoyed watching some B movies uh, where we can just like kind of laugh at I like it. like shitty movies. Yeah. Like we're, we're really kind of in that mode where it's just like, you know, it's just the mood that we're in. But so, and I'm also kind of want to like what make Britney watch some shit that just will offend her, uh, <laughs> and she'll be upset, and then we'll have great material and content for you guys. It's always great when I'm mad at Alex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks again for coming by, and as always, stay weird, monsters. Tune in every Monday.